This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. Hey y'all! How has everybody been doing? It's been a long, a long week, and it's only Wednesday night. Was it Thursday now? It's almost Thursday. It's almost Thursday in thirty minutes. This is you had me at fraud after dark. (laughs) (laughs) I love all that. Not that type of after dark, (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty late. So, how y'all been? Hey, y'all. We got anything going on? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. (laughs) You know what we got going on? We got this podcast episode going on. Y'all, this is a crazy one. This is episode 66. Episode 66, we have a crazy story uh, this week. And it's about... Uh, some people might have heard of it. It was an HBO special called BS High. And basically, we're talking- <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and BS standing for Bishop Sycamore High School <laughs> scandal. And this was by Roy Johnson. That sounds like. What are you laughing about? Because <laughs> I said bullshit. Right, you said bishop, and then just yes, BS. So, if you hear (laughs) us say BS, we are referring to Bishop Sycamore. So, this story starts off with the mastermind behind this whole operation, Leroy Johnson. Now, Leroy, he was born, which we will be referring to him as Roy. So don't get confused about that. <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy was born in New York in February. That's all we know because he never said his birthday. He would not never the year. tell you. Because, <laughs> you know, he a scammer. So, of course, he's not going to tell all the information. So, so the date and year is unknown because he doesn't share much of that personal stuff. So, he was raised in Long Island, but he grew up in a Christian family who often attended church. He explained that him and the neighborhood kids will always play football in the streets. He has remained that the best player he known was his brother, Matt Johnson. Now, to him, Matt, his brother... I thought you said Mac. <laughs> he said Matt. You know, he always told his brother, you're going to make it pro. You're going you know, to go off to uh, college. And not only any college, Ohio State, because that's where they lived at the time. Mm. So he was like, you always, you, you know, you going to make it to Ohio State. So anytime his brother ever slipped up and got in trouble or fell behind, Leroy went up to their teachers and be like, can you please just like give him extra credit or something to try to get the teachers to, you know, push him along so he, his 
he could get into these school in this school. Yeah. Um. So, what we do know is early on, Leroy got most of his inspiration though from the A Team. You remember that show? Mm-hmm. With Mr. T, you know. <laughs> I love that show when I was real little. <laughs> I remember. Now, if y'all don't know what uh, A-Team is, it's a action-packed series from the 80s, and I think it's in 1983, about an ex-Special Force soldiers, and they are on the run. Now, his most notable cast member was Mr. T. You might know him. He that black guy that had the uh, mohawk. mohawk and all of the gold jewelry and muscles. He was, uh, but that's not even who he was intrigued by, y'all. He was intrigued by the char- character Hannibal, which would, you know, he would create these elaborate plans to get the crew out of trouble, even if the plan ain't make no sense. So, he was, um, that's where he got his inspiration from. And even um, his... That's what he put into his f- football inspiration, basically, for him starting football. So he was always athletic and tried to attend Ohio State, but it didn't end up working out. So he tried to, he went his brother to attend there and he went yes. to attend there for football. Yes. Um, None of them got in? We'll get to that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now, he even though he didn't end up getting into Ohio State for college, he did get end up getting an internship at New York Jets with the New York Jets, like being a the, football player. No, he just an intern, I guess, for behind the scenes or whatever. You know how you, I guess, his major must have had something to do with sports. I'm guessing. I what he do? Like, I don't know. Maybe whatever field he was also. I don't know. Now, when he was doing this, this exposed him to you know renowned coaches and officials and owners, and from that moment on, he knew he wanted to be an owner of a sports team. That's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, that's a whole lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. Make sure it's still recording. <laughs> I got PTSD for that time. <laughs> for that time, we actually it wasn't recorded the whole time. Well, Roy's brother ended up getting to the Ohio State school, and Roy did predict that. Yeah, he probably should have predicted it for himself, but he was too busy running behind yeah. his brother, making sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's when he got the idea that he wanted to be involved in football because he noticed how it changed lives and gave opportunities. I think it also kind of like had some structure and maybe some discipline in it too. Yeah. Well, he wanted to help kids. During this time, he would help out in like local churches called African Methodist Episcopal Church. Did we go there? Yeah, we went to um, one one in Baltimore. Yep. African Methodist Episcopal Church. Methodist. Of Lord. Of <laughs> Lord. Well, they approached him about. They approached him about them opening up a school called Christian of Faith at the church to help the young inner city uh, boys and get them on the right path to, you know, 
their college education. Keep them, you know, on a straight and narrow. I meant he right here. All right. So he he told the church that he would only agree to the project if it had football in it. That's when that's when him and the co-founder of the COF Princess John, of Faith, sorry. Oh, oh. That's what that says. Princess of Faith, John <laughs> uh, Bran, Branham Senior joined forces. John had coached many well, John had coached many teams and had you know the experience because of I guess the, the football experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And during the documentary, Roy acted like he didn't know who John was. <laughs> yes, he's like, who that? Like he was seriously he literally would have asked him, he's like, Who that? Oh he like, oh yeah, like he said, Oh yeah, I guess. He was literally like What the heck is going on? He literally said, Who that? Oh. Who that there? Who that there? Who like, that there? <laughs> like he didn't oh, really know this man. Oh. <laughs> he really acted like he didn't know this man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now John told Roy this plan for the football team and the school would be over a year to plan for like the money and everything to get the uh, school built and whatever funded. they needed and funded and stuff. So... So this money would be raised by people buying life insurance through the church. What? Yeah, I didn't what? know people did that. Me either. I thought that was sketchy. That's that come on down to get your life insurance right. at the altar. I, <laughs> I thought that was so weird. What? I never heard of that before. Me I was like, either. maybe I asked you because you was heavily involved in the church at one point. Mm-hmm. There was never did no. I never life heard insurance. of that. Maybe some, maybe our church is talking. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is crazy. So that's through life insurance, they was life. They was raising the money through the life insurance. Yeah. What? Oh, yes. Huh? So how? So basically, they would buy the life insurance through the church, and with that, they will leave an extra portion to say, like they will say, "Do you want to also donate to?" Christians of Faith School. That is weird. And they would leave money when they passed on to Christians of Faith School. So they had to wait for people to die? I think it was a donation when they did started their life insurance. I don't think it's when they died. Oh, I was about to say. Well, he saw it, it as a challenge. Well, he saw it as a challenge that he could make it... Like I guess it's happening in less time. So what was he? What was he going to like push more? They, car, like so, what, what, I say, car so what insurance. happened was his the co-founder John was like, "This is going to take some years to do because he wanted to build a whole facility and stuff like that, just like the uh, fire festival. He could be covered. Could be patient. He they were like in order to build a facility and get this funny. It's going to be some years." And of course, yeah, Roy was, was like, what was like that? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so after networking, they got several coach proposals and got people to draw up a fill, but ultimately it fell through because it would call, cost too much money and they would have of end up using 
Now, what they did was end up using a pre-existing facility called Superkick, which was an indoor soccer facility to which they rented out. So, Roy being ahead of himself already had random kids coming in for practice already without even telling uh, John. Were they parents? He he might have told the parents, but... He had kids coming in already. Like their plane wasn't even fully like. I was like, so you <laughs> He was like, like he's this. basically just like already got like he was moving way too fast. So now John knew this was not a school and it was just a building they were renting out. So pretty soon John dropped out of the plan and didn't want any part of it. <laughs> he said, "Nope, this is not seems stable." He <laughs> right. He did, so he he didn't trust Roy, and that mind you, Roy's motto at this time, and I quote: "Do what the rich people do, even if you don't got the money." Do the rich people do? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you had because to- they have the money, so he don't got the money. He said, "Do what they do." I guess he moving right along with this plan, even though he ain't got the money to do it. <laughs> Crazy. Now, pretty soon, this caught the attention of Ben from the Ohio High School Athletic Association, OSHA. Now, they are basically in charge of fairness and safety in high schools. They make sure, you know, kids are getting treated right and all that in in sports for schools. Now, what caught Ben's attention and put... Roy on his radar was Roy was going around telling people his school was a D1 school with a total of 750 high school students. Now, if you don't know what a D1 school is, it's usually assigned to the best schools and the best players. If you are a D1 athlete, you are more than likely to have an easy track to college and even the NFL. So when somebody say they a D1 athlete, you know who was a D1 athlete? Hmm. Uh, Krishan. For real? Yeah. She was a D1 athlete before she met mm. that thing. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was a couple of people who was D1 athlete. Yeah. So, um, where did I leave? Oh, okay. So, this quote unquote school had its media day in August of 2008. Now, upon arrival, one reporter team noticed it was a, just a bunch of kids just running around and no organization <laughs> at all. And for it being a media day, they didn't have much media there. It was only them. And they had one videographer videographer recording the kids. Now, Roy had these reporters and video people duped because the videographer said he was so well-spoken and appeared to have known everything he was talking about. So they didn't notice anything weird going on. He promised them payment in a month. They signed a contract and agreed on a number. Now he was going, he, now he was promising them a spot on Netflix and HBO. What? Yes. That's what he was promising. Like y'all going to get on HBO. Y'all going to get on Y'all gonna have all this exposure. I mean, he kind of did, but it wasn't <laughs> for that. For that. <laughs> You're right. Shoot. John's biggest goal was to have. John, who's John? 
Roy's biggest goal was to have his school as big as IMG. IMG is a sports academy of the best high school players and the best coaches in the States. They have a known track record for getting kids into the NFL. They are renowned. They are renowned. This wasn't just an academy. It was also a school who made sure students' grades were just as good as they were on the field and off the field. So, Rory wanted to do the same with his Christian faith <laughs> school, but <laughs> the innocent kid was with the innocent kids instead. Only thing is, kids weren't getting the grades or schooling. But these kids were promised <laughs> a track to a D1 college. To D1 colleges. To D1 colleges. <laughs> he was into a little trouble when the church pulled out. Dang, they said no more insurance policies for you. Yes. Dang, when the church pulled out and made a statement that they didn't have any involvement and are not liable for Christians of faith. <laughs> they said we don't got nothing to do. Who that? Who that? <laughs> who that? Who that? Papa? Papa, who that? Papa, who that woman? <laughs> woman. <laughs> who that woman? So, they denied of, uh, they denied full Affiliation. affiliation he said at this time he couldn't pull out due to his ego and the fact that some of the kids were homeless that's messed up that's real messed up so he continued the program that's <laughs> fucked up that's very messed up this man is crazy now at this time, Roy created and changed the team's name to Bishop Sycamore, a.k.a. Bishop Sycamore High School. At this time, he brought on Andre Peterson to direct the school. Now, he was able to see the vision of the school and wanted to help. Andre not only had experience, he even had a championship ring, so he knew what he was doing. Now, the kids that were being brought in had bad home lives, bad grades, and even needed guidance. So, their goal was to get these kids into college. One of the best players in the quarterback of Bishop Sycamore was Trillian Harris. Uh, their quarterback was Adrian Brown Jr. Their running back, Mario Agnion. And their tackle was Justin Daniels. Now, Trillian explained that Roy team reached out to him during the pandemic and noticed he was a top player for his high school team he was just sitting at home you know waiting on you know basically an opportunity and waiting so he can continue college because you know schools was shut down during that time so roy told him that his program plays against some of the top schools like img and st francis to name a few mm. So he saw the vision Roy was spitting and agreed to join. Now, another player running back, Zyshawn Johnson, was also promised a D1 admittance into college as well. 
linebacker Isaiah Miller was also promised to play against IMG and put his name out there for the big recruiters. Now, Roy went and contacted hundreds of students. He would go on Facebook and basically DM them, like, DM me, DM me, hit me back, hit me back. He even contacted players on Instagram and flew them out. What? Yes. One cornerback called Michi was even promised that they would help him get his ACT scores up so he could attend college. Mm. Mm. One player was flew out first class, picked up in a nice car, and dined at a five-star restaurant, and even was sent on a tour of their facility. Mind you, this facility was this indoor soccer facility. This was not his facility. <laughs> now, Roy said he even found, he would even go around finding kids on the streets. What is wrong with him? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird and yeah. dangerous. <laughs> I put the wrong name. <laughs> that is so weird and dangerous. Yeah. That's very weird and dangerous. He will use hip hop. <laughs> he will use hip hop appeal <laughs> to kids. Hip hop, that is so funny to me. <laughs> to kids by using by using rapper <laughs> and label owner Sir Knight. Why was I gonna say Serge Knight? <laughs> I was thinking of Serge the Knight. Remember the Serge? Yes. Wasn't that bad? Yes. <laughs> it was having kids run red light. I remember. <laughs> I remember. My, I remember my my. <laughs> My uh, one of my uh friends in school said she was drinking search, <laughs> and she ran a red light, <laughs> and they ended up banning that drink. They said it made me go. Why would y'all sell it in high school and put it in the video? <laughs> Shoot. Okay, so he would like throw names around. So. He would uh, use the uh, Suge Knight's line saying, <laughs> you want to go to... <laughs> you know which line I'm talking about, right? No. It was like, if you want a, a real label, come to death row. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want producers all up in your uh, videos, come to death row. Talking about P. Diddy. Remember? Bad Boy and their mm-hmm. label was going against each other at the time. He was like... And Suge Knight was like, come to death row. So... Roy would be like, "You want to go to college? college? Come to Bishop, Bishop Sycamore." Sycamore. I'm like, <laughs> they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's tight, that's tight." <laughs> Come to Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> like, who the hell is this man? He said, "You don't want your coaches, coaches all up on your page." Come to Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, because I'm gonna do it in your DMs because I'm a fraud, right. a crazy one. Oh my gosh! So parents were also involved in trillion especially Trillian's mom was promised her son would be um <laughs> put up <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> he would be put <laughs> in a student apartment <laughs> what is Oh, it's fed. Why you put fed like that? That's how you spell fed. <laughs> it's still. No, it's not. That's feed. Yeah, but fed it's... is F E D. Yes, it is. 
It's not F E E D. It's F E E D. We about to look this up. He was still put up and fed. Fed. They put himself to work for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> it's plural. Fed. Feed or flat. Fed. Choose fed as in feed. Uh, was a. I see. No. I was right. No. That's it. Does it says choose fed as as feed is Look. the present tense. This is the past tense. He was fed. He was fed. It says, if actions you are describing happened in the past, he was choose fed. What's this fed or feed? It said, if it happened in the past tense, which it was. All right. Okay. That that They said <laughs> that they would fed him. Apartment. <laughs> no. It says put up an apartment and I fed. I know. A place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> So basically that he would house and feed him. Some kids would say Roy was a fun coach and understanding while others would say that he didn't know what he was doing and had no order. He looked like he had, or he looked like he was snapping any moment. Oh, he did. Roy said the kind of coach he was. Mind you, this is him saying this by himself. <laughs> he would say anything to bring the dog out of the players. Oh my God. <laughs> I can see. I can hear him barking. <laughs> <laughs> he said he would make it. He would make fun of fun of them. Yell and more. Now and in order. He said he would even make fun of their situations. Could you believe that? But their see, I situation. think you think he's lying because it seems like they was. A, they I was, believe it because if you just find out all the when we get to the story. <laughs> so if you get to the story. You will see worse happen in front of these kids. So, oh my God, this is nothing. Now, in order to be around the kids, Roy would need a permit. So this ensures that he passes the background check. Not only did Roy not have one, he never once even applied for one. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And the parents just like yeah, because oh so God. that permit will basically say you're safe to be around these kids. And you're liable for their safety, basically. And make sure you don't have no, you know, sketchy background and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He had no playbook, no runs. In fact, one student recalls doing a play they seen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> When yeah. students said that they, he recalls them doing a play that they saw on the video game Madden, <laughs> like the football game, video game Madden. Yes. The teenager pretty much ran the team themselves. Due to that, there was no structure. Can you believe that? That is crazy. Can you believe that? That is nuts. Well, speaking of structure, Roy (laughs) would rent hotels to where he would house the students, which is 
that has to not seem that couldn't have seemed right. Huh? That couldn't have seemed right, even even to the right the child. I was like, is this a, is this right? Oh my gosh! So <clears throat> he would rent the hotels to where he would house the students. Often, bills for the students was going unpaid and staying beyond checkout. So he's not he's staying beyond the checkout date. I mean, checkout. Is that what it was called? Checkout? Yeah, checkout. And he's in. Oh my God. Poor kids. <laughs> Multiple unpaid parking tickets and court cost loans. One in, in, instance, Roy and the kids went to paintball um, park, park and um, racked up $300 bill and gave them a card. And told them the person responsible for the card would be coming to settle the tab. Because Roy signed it under a different name. But guess what? The card was his real name. Well, hold up now. So, he signed into this uh, place as a different name. But when he he gave the people the card, he gave them his real card. But he must have knew he he didn't have no money on that card. So to them, that wasn't him because he gave him a fake name. You get what Mm. I'm saying? Yeah. So. So I guess. (laughs) So so was he, it was like a through a cash app thing? Look. Yeah. So he. So he had a fake cash app? Yeah, so it wasn't a credit card. It was actually a cash app card. Oh he had to these people. What? Yes. So, of course, it declined, which is obviously it did. And the final total was $800. Yes, it wasn't even no 300 He's trying to say it was 300 And while you was watching, when I watched the documentary, they had the real amount at the end because he was lying. Oh, my God. He said it was 300 And they put it, the bill was actually 800 Oh my God! <laughs> she said no. We didn't take that much. So remember that video, that videographer crew. They only got oh my God! They only got sixty dollars. The whole time they were working with Roy, Roy claimed it was because they were friends. Yes. So even if like he wasn't friend, if you had, friends, right, right? If you had if you had a, a certain amount that you y'all you know agreed yes, they to, they signed a contract. And he was supposed to pay them in the month. Imagine when <laughs> oh they my God. and they said they had to split that sixty dollars because it was two of them. Thirty and thirty. <laughs> oh my gosh! He would have never seen shit. me again. Oh, he would have seen me all right. He would have never seen me. No, again. he was kind of muscular. Now he would have never seen me again. <laughs> <laughs> he looked crazy. He, he, he those like, type of people ain't got nothing to lose. They come at you. He blinked with. <laughs> He blinked his eyes at different times. No, something ain't right. He was looking like this in the. I know that smile. Y'all gotta go watch that. Girl, he was smiling and laughing, like it was it was so evil. And some of the stuff he was laughing and smiling at. Mm. Well, he didn't want to pay his friends, so now the hotels were starting to come after the students for the hotel bills that was racked up, and Roy wasn't paying them. Why you ask? Because 
he was using various kids social security numbers to get the rooms Mm. yes he was also paying for the rooms and installments of every 90 days but after 90 days he would not pay or the payment would be declined so this caused roy to rack up 30 lawsuits different hotels i would have been passing his picture down to like every, all the right like do not let i'll be at the conference here. the hotel conference is like this he got do a not mil- let this man come in your hotel <laughs> he got a million kids <laughs> <laughs> he come with a group of kids they eat up all the food at the breakfast i'm like but matter of fact <laughs> do not offer these kids complimentary breakfasts. who are Psych. all these kids what's going on Psych. that is crazy so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so those 30 lawsuits he said that he was a hustler though but i don't think hustlers be getting themselves in 30 30 lawsuits he did not care he would admit he a liar and a scammer mm. well one occasion he would call up to the grocery store and <laughs> <laughs> and order 50 chickens and not show up to pick them up but at the end of the day, when the mark, oh my God, when they marked them down, he would buy them. That's actually, I was like, damn, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> Sometimes they would, I'm would try that. mix they mix days of old leftovers and oh my God, and eat. They basically would eat that. Like how many days he passed? They said they would get some stuff and they didn't even know, couldn't identify what it even was. Like it would look like mush. One lady said, one of her sons sent her the meal. They said, was it that oatmeal? It was their dinner. Yep. I would be like, um, no. Mind you, he my promised that back? kid would get catered food. He promised that kids would get catered food in a contract. And he was feeding them mush and chickens. How long they was eating all those rotisserie chickens? I would have been like, especially if I would be like, what is this? Is this like a a hotel that? Why are they even a group home? That's what they They probably thought that was a group home. (laughs) What in the world? What is going on? Oh my god! Yes. Well, Remember, the food was promised to be catered, just like my sister said, but of course it wasn't. And like we said, they would mix days old food together to where the kids couldn't even recognize it. Some of the kids was forced to steal and shoplift for food. They were too scared to tell their parents what was really going on because the fear that they had to spoil their opportunities for their future career. That's sad. Yeah. With 50 chickens. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> don't get Kyra, don't get married. I'm a cater your uh with discounted rotisserie chicken. Maple May. <laughs> I'm Maple May and I'm I wanted to order fifty chickens. I'm coming to pick them up. And I told them later. And then at the end of the day they price them down at like two dollars fifty cents. <laughs> like, come on, kids. The they would they would know. Did you come here early and order those fifty chickens? <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, it's you. No, my name is Kim. I don't know who Mabel is. <laughs> what is a Mabel? Oh. Maybe it's Mabel. <laughs> now, remember this was all supposed to be a school as well. In fact, 
the first year of Bishop Sycamore, a school for now a school that was meant for kids who was lo- locked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a school that was for kids who got locked up actually um, agreed to handle the schooling of his students, quote unquote students, in quotation marks. But after Roy racked up a huge bill with them that he expected the school to foot, the school dropped out. So instead of finding another school, the kids no longer attended any school at all. What? So these were, they wasn't getting no education. Now, in fact, the school claimed no affiliation to them at all. Now, Roy knew this would be questioned by the parents and wrote that the kids was going to Franklin University Library to, to go to school. He would put this on the forms that the kids would attend from 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Now, kids never ended up being allowed into that university. So <laughs> this was a lie. So at this time, there was no teachers, no laptops to complete online classes, nothing. Now, this goes right into the age ages of the students a lot of these students were aged out of high school 19 and up other teammates from other teams will say they would hear Roy's team bragging about kicking little high schoolers butts on the field <laughs> <laughs> one of the players Makosi uh, so Todd was listed on a college roster of being a college sophomore. So that can only tell you how old. So he was at least in his 20s. What? Yes. In the high school? No, sophomore in college. Oh. And this was supposed to be a high school team. Remember that. One of his kids, well, more than one of his kids, but this particular kid, Makosi Todd was listed as a college sophomore. And as a sophomore, you're like 19, 20 years old. And he was 20-something? Yes. So he was just taking anybody. He was using any kids he could find off the streets. Teenagers. Oh, my gosh. Now. I'm confused. So he was not (laughs) age eligible for high school athletics, but he had them on his team anyway. So he would, now Roy would justify this by saying he was a prep school and a high school. He tried to lie. (laughs) He also claimed that there were no rules on specific ages playing high school athletics, but it was indeed a rule. And that rule was once the, the the kids basically couldn't be no older than 20. And of course he had people in there that was. 22. (laughs) So. Once they hit 20, they are no longer allowed to play. But of course, Roy didn't care. Now, OSHA multiple times cited Roy, and he even contractually agreed to fix the issue, but never did. Like, when he said, who OSHA? What's OSHA? Now, ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't a part of no board member of no OSHA. That's basically what he was saying. Like He knew what he was, what he, who OSHA was. Right. You know who OSHA Now, Roy ended up calling Joe. Naomi. Naomi. Me. Who was the top guy to call to set to set up teams to play against each other. Naomi. 
Miyamoni. 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 Joe Miyamoni. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Only saying it because he seemed like like a important part of the story. <laughs> so Roy wanted his team to play the top schools. Joe explained that he really couldn't do that, but they agreed of it to they agreed of it on a on a pra- practice. Oh my god. Yeah. Practice basis. Just so kids could get the experience and exposure. After Joe assembled their schedule, it would rank the fourth Miami Central. Oh, sorry, it would rank the. Let me start over. No, it will rank, rank the, the fourth, fourth toughest schedule in America. America. How did they know it was the fourth toughest schedule in because America? Because it had all the top. They were in the list with all the top schools. Due oh to my this God. Man, due, due to Joe putting him in there. Joe didn't even know he was... <laughs> Joe didn't even know what was going on. He thought... He thought he was just putting him on there just so they could get exposed and stuff. Oh, my gosh. So they just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, playing all the top teams, including IMG. Remember yeah. that, that school we talked about? Miami yeah. Central, St. Francis, St. John's, and... And to name a few, because the lineup was so good, this allowed Bishop Sycamore James, sorry, Bishop Sycamore Games, <laughs> to be, it just sounded like it went together, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore Games to be televised on ESPN when they played IMG. Okay, y'all, y'all ready to listen to this? Now, the week of playing IMG, they had a game sent to be played. <laughs> they had a game set to be played that Friday before their IMG game, to which would be the Sunday. This left the team no room to recover from the previous game. Now, you know you got to let your muscles relax and yes. everything like that. You also need the proper nutrition, and obviously they wasn't getting that either. Right. So this extremely so this was extremely dangerous to the players. Roy said it was not the law or the rule. So Yes, he did not care about the safety of his kids yeah, he at all. He said, there ain't no rule about that. He didn't know who OSHA was. Now, they said... <laughs> There's been people that played two games in a week, but it's spread out. Mm-hmm. Never a back di- to back. back to back like that. Not even two days in. Like so, it would be like maybe four days in or more, mm. but not like that close. Especially for not no high sc- alleged high school kids. <laughs> twenty two. <laughs> twenty twenty two. So y'all may think that this is like something that's terrible when it gets worse the students had to share their helmets some players playing in their old high school helmets some players helmets even flying off during the games like the it showed like when i was watching the documentary it showed kids helmets flying off on the field dangerous and the commentator would be like there it goes again Flying off, it keeps flying off. Like, they show different plays of 
kids so much fun. That's dangerous. They can get concussions. You said it. You know how the teleprompter, I mean, the prompter people, what do you call them? News reporters? The narrator. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the narrator. goes again. Player 43, helmet flying off again. The baby is Itwan. I just made up a fake name. The baby is Itwan. The baby is Oh my gosh. The baby is I <laughs> Helmet falling off. Okay, so y'all. Now during the day of the game, they play IMG. The players was hyped. Like they was ready for this game. They said, This is our time to shine. We about to be on national TV. You know. The students thought they were all gonna win, even though they had lost every game in two years. They said we're on TV now. <laughs> we about to win. Did you hear that though? They lost every game. The last game they won was two years ago, before prior to this. I wonder how many won. Now, they, how did you even allow to be? He must have really finessed their way on here, because if I felt out a team never won, why would y'all want to play the be- one of the best teams in the country? <sighs> so, y'all, within the first ten minutes of them playing this game. A member of their team who named the teleprompter people didn't even know who it was because this player wasn't even on the roster. They broke their ACL. Oh my gosh. He wasn't even on the roster. The quarterback started limping and his arm also popped. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now, mind you, they had no trainer who handled injuries because you're supposed to have somebody, like if somebody get hurt, they hit there to bandage you up, do stuff like that. They had one of the moms of the team not trained to do that, doing it. She popped it back in? I don't know if she popped it in. I don't know what, what happened. I'm calling They must have got the other team to help or something because they Bring didn't the have the proper people. The and the people was like, where's y'all trainer at? They didn't have one. So then, They didn't y'all, have the police? They didn't have a trainer. I don't know about the police, but they didn't have a trainer for their team. Now, um, then well, he was the, the coach, the trainer. He was the coach, but you supposed to have like that a medical staff in oh, case I'm the sorry, kids I'm get hurt. About... Yeah, you supposed to have an extra person to help. You a know, doctor. yeah, a doctor basically. Now, y'all, if y'all thought this was bad, the backup quarterback quarterback broke his <laughs> ankle, followed by another player breaking his ACL. He. And mind you, this player told Roy that he, you know, it hurts. I can't get back in there. Roy told him to get back in there with a broken ACL. Now, by halftime, this team was demolished. Half their team was injured during this IMD game. Mind you, this is all being recorded. On ESPN. So during this time, at halftime, the players was getting hit up on their social medias of different people calling them a fake team. People were sending the team threats, clowning them, and more. Even calling the boys grown men losing to high school kids. The final score ended up being... That's fucked up. (laughs) Let me do a drum. (laughs) 58-0. to Ohio 
the, and I'm talking about the state, was embarrassed of this team. They was embarrassed. They was like, how is this team representing us? Now, Bishop Sycamore ended up canceling all their next couple games. And they were also found out. That, now, they also found out the check they used to pay for the hotel while they was down there to stay down there. It was a fake check. N- in fact, Roy asked one of the moms, which he asked the quarterback's mom, Tillion, uh, can you drive me to go get this money? Oh my God, he about to go steal a bank. Drive now, a bank. when she asked what bank, he said, no, not a bank, go to Kinko's. Huh? Now, Kinko's is a printing shop. Wait a minute. Like a staples. Uh... No, he was not. <laughs> no. He whispered in the ear that was a hot check. He used his deceased mom's old business to fake Ew, a no. to write a, build a fake check where he would put <laughs> fake numbers on it. Now, mind you, he owed over a hundred and ten thousand dollars to various hotels at this time. Now, by this time, some of them hotels were started doing evictions. Mm-hmm. Why was these evictions in the kids' names? Oh my gosh. Messing up their credit. Most of these kids probably didn't even have no credit yet. Right. Messing up their credit. They even got lawyer. Now, mind you, Roy got a lawyer to try to settle these evictions and didn't even pay the lawyer. Oh my gosh. This sounds going to screw everybody over. It was, it was, it was a mess. Hmm. Well, mm. it gets worse. He told the kids they owed him 16000 to attend their school and made the kids take out PPP loans. Mm. Yes, PPP loans. The students signed forms with their information on it, and that's how Roy was getting the information. So he could just go ahead and do that. Over 16 kids took out the PPP loans. That's crazy. Because yeah, he signed, he he filled out those applications and everything. Yeah, yeah, That's he crazy. He did it out his fake, I mean, his mother's business mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. They used the kids as employees. That's probably what he did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this he, man. Oh, and before you say that, girl, he denied it. He was like, I never took out no PPP loan. Never. I never told no kids to take out no PPP loan. Why are all these kids saying that you made them take out PPP loan? Because he was was denial. He was in denial at that point. (laughs) That's senile. He was senile. Like, that's crazy to have kids take out. PPP loans? <laughs> These kids, poor kids. It's uncomfortably crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel really bad for those kids. Like that man, like is he locked up? Mm-hmm. Oh. Cause he sound he sound dangerously crazy. Like yeah. You don't need to be out there. And before we say this, I just want to give a trigger warning for animal cruelty, uh, abuse, 
And if that's something you don't want to hear, um, skip ahead. About we'll see you at the next. Yeah. Or uh, we have other episodes you can listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so, on one instance, the student said, while. <laughs> Oh, Lord, while driving, oh, God, here she go. So, one instance, one of the students, or some of the students, well, one of the students was driving. <laughs> I can't just. <laughs> <laughs> because you keep laughing, I'm waiting for you to I stop. Mean, one of the students, students, one of the students. <laughs> <laughs> The students, one of the students. <laughs> okay, okay. On one instance, the student said, I'm so sorry. While he was driving them around, he ran over. He ran Why got me to say this? You did this on purpose. He, he ran over a group of geese. <laughs> a gaggle of geese. You didn't say no gaggle. That's what a group of geese. You said a group. What is a gaggle? That's what it's called. A group of geese is called a gaggle of geese. That's what they. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> That's so gaggle. Sad. You know, I know in Maryland it's illegal to hit geese. I know. Well. <laughs> And well, he told the kids, he said he had to show them what it was like to go to war. Um, <laughs> why he not locked up? I'm scared. I <laughs> <laughs> like this no more. <laughs> the gang on the geese is going to get him. <laughs> oh my gosh. First of all, if you go on a war, like. Isn't it? Most of the time agreed upon just, when we go on a war. I just pictured it in my head. Like, what, what the geese do? Geese I'm confused. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Then he reversed and ran them over again. And told them like it's nothing. We Fresh. Are not I'm so he said, sorry. he said, them there's nothing like fresh blood in the morning <laughs> what i would have ran away i was like give me the fuck out of <laughs> would have ran away like right something now. ain't right oh my gosh if this <laughs> what <laughs> if you thought this was worse <laughs> This was worse. He also really beat, oh my gosh, a homeless man who attempted to get in his... Hold up. So the man was trying to get in his car? So the homeless man was trying to get in his car. He was trying to steal something out his car. And then he beat him. Yes, he took off his belt. He beat him with a belt? Like he yes, was a child. In front of the kids. Oh my gosh. And they even had the kids go there. Oh my gosh. What? That had to be forced. They even broke his bike. So they broke the homeless man's bike. Mm -hmm. So this incident caused a lot of kids to want to go home. 
when he ran over that gaggle of geese, you ain't want to go home. <laughs> I would have been out of there. I would have ran that. away. And the kids was like, if he would do this to geese, what do you think he would do to us? Yeah, that would have been. The, the, first of all, you know I like to eat. When we eating food to put where it's, if it's past three days, I ain't eating it. And if we ain't getting nothing on that fifth day, I'm leaving. That is cruel. <laughs> this man is crazy. Mm. Well, they wanted to go home. He also had domestic violence charge where he beat his girlfriend up and was supposed to go to therapy, probably for anger issues, but he never finished them. He gave his girlfriend a busted lip and chin. Kids even said weekly they saw him getting physical with his girlfriend and verbally abusive to was also verbally abusive to her daily. On one instance, he told his girlfriend to say she fell down the, a ladder. Roy <clears throat> was obviously we said this. He's a horrible person. Kids realized that he was a fraud, and they all wanted to go home. Some kids complimented. Uh, Compl- I can't say that word. Contemplated suicide. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Because bishop. bullshit <laughs> or right. bishop, bishop, bishop what? Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore wasn't a real school, and some weren't able to move on to go to college because they hadn't finished school because right. this wasn't a real he school. Right? He didn't have them doing no classes. Mm-hmm. Some students still have lasting injuries. Some suffer from PTSD and trust issues. Once Roy heard the students' uh, complaints, he victim-blamed and gaslighted them. So he's he's saying, although he's saying that he's, that's up what they're saying that um, they victim- He was like, he said, I did all this for you. I paid for your hotels and food and- he basically be like, so we was eating unrecognizable mush to treat them bad, right? They did not ask for that. They so, had, they didn't ask for that names to be used for these hotels. Here they didn't ask for right. that to be mistreated like this. You pick it up twenty two year olds off the street, like what the hell? And you, and you these are inner city kids. Like you promised them a dream. That remind me of that one uh, church lady that was um, taking the people's the. Um, Single mothers, child yes, support checks. Yes. That kind of remind me of that. Like, oh yeah, oh the church lady. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tracy Dickey. Yep, yep. So he he called these kids entitled and and selfish. Some students were getting accepted into college only for them to drop out after finding out that so they attended BS. Right. So basically, they didn't drop out. The school would drop them after they found out that like, they really didn't go to a real school. So they had to go back to high school. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So y'all. So the higher governor ended up calling an investigation into Bishop Sycamore. Well, Ohio didn't know though that Roy was slick. Like Rick? Slick like Rick. And he registered school as a religious school, which the state could not regulate. So what does that mean? If a school is a religious entity, they can't tell him what's yeah. So he can go on and do this again if he wanted to. What? Which he does plan on doing. 
He blames the system for him being able to do what he did. And he also blames his insecurities for the reason he did this. He thinks it's funny and in and the HBO special only made him more proud. He said because of that HBO special, BS High School. Now, I mean, the special is called BS High. So if y'all ever want to go watch this, it's on HBO's Max. HBO, it is called BS High. I'm about to watch it because this is crazy. Now, he and said, be- make me cry though. Only the it. end where the kids was asked, only the end where the kids basically, they had the kids talk and it was like, you you messed up my life. Like, yeah, one, one little cry. boy I I was busting it. out crying. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. No. <clears throat> that's the only, that's the part that had, I mean, the whole thing is sad, of course. Because of what happened. But I mean, that part at the yeah. end was this. Um, so, yeah. so he's But he was bragging. So he was like, this HBO special. Because of this HBO special, over 15 school acts to play with them. That's what he said. He had no remorse for nothing he did. Some of the kids went on to work regular jobs. Some joined the music industry and some went on to finish their high school education and go off to college Mm. which is good good. some even became business owners so as for roy he owes over three hundred thousand dollars in fines related to bishop sycamore and in december of 2022 he was arrested Mm. for stealing from a ohio best buy what (laughs) using the name tristan herstel Oh my gosh. Yes. Now, upon his release, you know what he told people? Hmm. He told people he coming back bigger and better with more players. Saying that he would never quit. And he also awaiting trial date for his domestic violence case, too. He's a psychopath. He really doesn't care. Y'all, that was the story of Roy Johnson and a Bishop Sycamore High scandal. It was Sycamore Trees. Scandalous. Oh, yeah. And there was something, because, like, like, Kim said, like, you know, if you want to know more, you could go in look at it. But, like, pay attention to his mannerism and his face. Yeah, because Kim was like, have a look at this. And so he said something smart. He was like, but you didn't, but you didn't get to go to college. Like talking about the kids, like saying something real shady. And then he smiled. Yes. And the smile looks so sadistic. I said, oh no, something is not (laughs) not clicking upstairs. It's It's not not, right. It's scary. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. He did not care about these. It was a part in the documentary that really made me like, um, eerie eerie when the kids was like basically they so the interviewer played him the video of the kids what they were saying like you like you really messed up these opportunity the part was i said sad at the end they was like he really messed up our opportunity like especially the one boy the quarterback tillian he was really messed up that's the one that wanted to you know commit suicide Mm -hmm. and he was saying like he actually ended up getting um Picked to go to Grambling State at HBCU, and they dropped him once they found out he went to this school. Mm-hmm. And he was saying he would just show videos of him during that time, like thinking he was going to Grambling State. They even got him a jersey. 
and then found out he went to this school and they dropped him. He said that was the most proudest and the worst moment of his life because after he found out he got dropped from there. I can only imagine, like, oh, that he really, really messed up these kids' lives. These mm. boys, and these were already boys that was in vulnerable situations. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them saying, you know, they didn't grow up with the fathers. They just wanted to, you know, they looked at him as a father figure. There was some that, um, you know, their parents passed away. There was some that was just in the wrong they wanted to get on the right track these kids really wanted to one boy wanted to get his act scores up mm-hmm. he they just wanted to do the right thing yeah they wanted to use football to get to that that thing and he they he roy promised them this happened and didn't so this is a very unfortunate it's case sad and it's sad. creepy mm-hmm. He was creepy, and I know they said this is adults, but these were the young adults. They like they were still teenagers, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the to go do this, like being made to shoplift for food when you're supposed to be providing it. Made to take out, you're messing up their credit by uh, taking know. out loans and stuff in their name. Like what? You ruined these kids' lives. Even if they do get over it, they will always probably have trust issues with PTSD just for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that could, they have, might have opportunities they show up, they might not want to take it because they were like, oh, is this real? Right. And stuff like that. So, yeah. Tell us what you mm. think about this episode. This one was a little... It was. Crazy, sad. It's so crazy. Creepy. Sometimes you just gotta... Some of it is like, what the fuck? What the hell? What the hell was you going? And, he, and the thing is, he didn't deny a lot. Like he was like, yeah, I did it. It was something. It was something in the documentary where he said he's like, yeah, I did it. Like he had no remorse at all. For real, he had no remorse. He said, yeah. They were like, and did you do that? He was like, he was like, yes. So and that is that. very scary. That's like that one little boy from that one case. He was like, yeah, I did it. I was like, oh. I did it. <laughs> like, and what y'all gonna do? Like, he yeah. had no remorse. He had no remorse. And even for the HBO special, he was like, I got them on HBO. I got them on ESPN. Like, he really think he did, he did something. 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 You got the you embarrassed them on ESPN. I wonder if his mind, if he really thinks he did something. Right. Good. Oh, he did because he had to walk off the inter- off the interview. It's, it was like these kids are ungrateful. After he saw the kids like crying and stuff, he said these kids are ungrateful. Like he wasn't even even the the one guy was on there. The guy he had that I said had the ring that he ha- that was helping him. Mm-hmm. Even he was sad. Even he showed emotion and was sad after watching those kids. Well, he wasn't a psychopath. The other one walked off and was like, I got to pause for a second. I got to pause for a second. This was... He he's not a psychopath. He thought he was doing the right thing. Mm. And it was successful. Right. Whole time. Sir. Sir. What in the world? 
there you go. <laughs> so y'all, that was the story. And that was it. Tell us what you think. Give us some reviews. Follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are on Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, and many more. Many more. <laughs> and leave us a review, a five-star review. Yes, and parents, do some digging, 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 digging yes. research before you send your kid off to these charters and academies. Yeah. Because one thing this documentary also touched on was like a lot of, there's a lot of schools out here like this. There's a lot of charter schools because they have no rules against it. I was gonna say, yeah, there's no oh, rules that's, against that's these fraud? charters. It's not fraud because oh. there's no rules against it, but you just gotta watch out who you giving your money to, who you got your kids going to, because mm-hmm. a lot of people probably collected money and kids ain't really getting what they supposed, supposed to, to be getting. Like this was way out of hand, and the kids was just too embarrassed to and thought they was messing up an opportunity. They were too embarrassed to tell their parents. Um, crazy. The whole PPP loan thing. Like, I wonder if they, if one of those kids made it. Like, would he have like tried to take over all their money and stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm their manager. I wouldn't be surprised if that was even in their contracts. Mm-hmm. They signed. I'm their manager now. Because it seemed like he wanted recognition. He wanted the money, the fame. He didn't care about those damn kids, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because why would you? He, even from the beginning, I felt like it was a. You wanted it for clout. You didn't want it because you really. He was like, "I'm gonna get these kids, and I'm it's to make me look good." Mm-hmm. You wanted to be an owner, so you thought you could scrounge up people from the streets. And make it happen illegally from the beginning. Like, I kind of want to know the. I really want to know the. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. What made him want to be this way? He said he was super insecure. And it made him feel better. But when he was saying, like hurting kids made you feel better, right, sir. When he was saying it, I thought he was just like he being was, sarcastic. He no. Was, oh, he, he's he's a he nut. was like he was like this feeds my insecure. He said this makes me feel better. I'm insecure. I do this, but he said I care for the kids. Care for the kids. Make me the the and then the the because it's feeding my insecurity. Like he was just like. Sounding crazy. Sounding crazy. Which he could be right. He might have been insecure, but you shouldn't bring these kids into it. You deal with that by yourself. You go to therapy, do what you got to do, work on yourself before you bring these innocent kids into it. And young adults. So this was. So that's all we got to say to y'all. 
we're not going to keep y'all for too long. We will see y'all next week with another episode. Y'all have a good day. Y'all have a good night. A good night. Mm-hmm. And a good evening. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.